Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Soccer Talkers. We're here to wrap up game week 21, Kev. Yeah. It was a long one. It spanned over like two weeks. Way too damn long. It's hard to follow. No, it is really hard all the to other, follow. All the other games seemed like they were a different week. Not to mention like FA Cups kind of all over the place. and They had Carabao in between there too. Am I watching Cole Palmer celebrate right now? Did he just score? I'm watching him do the shiver. Did he just score? He just score? He's doing the shiver? For nothing, baby. It's Middlesbrough. We're back. We're back. Oh my god, did he just kick it right to... Yep, <coughs> yeah, yep, Middlesbrough's bad. Middlesbrough is not great. They just gave the ball away. Cole Palmer, cool as you like, baby. We just need Mudrick to score. Yeah, and I know. wins his bet. But anyways, for nothing. Uh... As I was saying, just a lot of stuff's going on right now between uh, FA Cup and AFCON. I mean, lots of soccer. It just doesn't feel like it's all the Premier League that we want. Yeah, there's a lot of... Even the, there's the Asia Cup. There's yeah, well, yeah there's, there's a lot of stuff. Now Champions League's coming back at February, next month. Right? Yeah. Holland should be back. Uh, I was seeing some uh, rumors that He's probably going to miss one more game, and then he's back. Uh, De Bruyne's back. Talk about in a big way when we get to that City game, him being back. Oh, yeah. Um, just, I feel like every team that you thought was going to right the ship this week, I feel like they kind of did, and or teams that were good showed why they're in the top half. Uh, Tony had a great debut back. Yeah, for I sure. I would say. That was great free kick um jota obviously is without liverpool without Salah, they're not worrying about it i'm still worried but we have some finishers I mean, that could help Bournemouth was in good form and they uh they routed him jota looked good darwin nunez is looking good um arsenal arsenal looks good that was a that was a game for them you know uh but let's just hop in here First game we had uh, Burnley and Luton. I had it as a 2-0 for Luton. I had 3-1 Luton. The game ends up being 1-1. Kev, what do you think? Weird game, good game. This was a rough game, to be honest. I watched the whole thing. Um, For Luton. For Luton? For Luton, it seemed rough. Well, I think Burnley had better chances, to be honest, throughout the game. Um, Ampaduni seized on the miss, I guess you call it like a miscue from, uh, the defensive side. Ampaduni just kind of stole it and, you know, knocked it in. Um, and then obviously Carlton Morris scores late. Yeah. A lot of people wanted a pen on that, that one with the goalie, but I mean, I understand it yeah, not like, being a pen. Trafford got booked too. For yeah. that, for that, like during that play. I don't. I'm not certain. He got booked after the goal. Oh, okay. It was probably for that, because so, I know he went to the ground after being somewhat hit by uh, what's his name, the big striker on Luton. Oh, uh, Adebayo. Adebayo, yeah. And then there was a lot of pen or, or uh, foul shouts, which. Yeah, I mean it's tough to. I'm not gonna lie to you. Watching the Afcon, I've never seen better refereeing. Like. They allow the play to happen all the time. I haven't I haven't watched enough Afcon to know the ref. So I was watching uh, Cape Verde versus uh, Egypt yesterday, 
And uh, I think the day before, I was watching Nigeria versus... Gosh, I can't remember. But every game that I've watched, the referee allows stuff to happen. There's contact in the game, okay? Yeah. And people on the AFCON, they were cr- like crunching tackles, getting ball, all ball first, and no fouls. I like that. I like that you allow the plays to happen. And then they're firm and they're stern when, obviously, shit's getting out of hand. Well, yeah, I think... I think they're starting to call fouls where you like the player actually gets the ball, but they just use a little bit of excessive force and they call it a foul. But I don't, I don't, I don't like it. To me, that doesn't seem fair. Like I get excessive force. I do get that. I mean, for players that obviously are intending to hurt players, for sure, we don't want to see that in the game. But at the same time, on the other hand, watching the Afcon and seeing like there is a physical side to footy. There is. Like everyone clown soccer and says it's a weak game and blah, blah blah and everyone's diving i mean look at the nba there's diving look at the nfl there's diving there's diving in every sport it's just a way to get the rules in your favor really of course and if there's rules that favor you to then do that stuff to then there's the teams are gonna do it so i mean i i would like to see more of the maybe the afcon ruling into the premier league game again we're talking about players that are not nearly as talented so, I mean, obviously there's some very talented players on the AFCON. Don't get me wrong. Like, Oseman's playing. Sala before he was injured. Mane. And so on and so forth, right? It's just um, watching the game can be... It's more, f- like, fast-flowing to me watching the AFCON than watching the Prem, to be honest. Anyways. Uh, on the Burnley side, I thought they had a good game. Um, I think they were the better side for most of it. I agree with that, too. I think they could have easily won. Um Luton obviously not giving up battling back after having uh, Captain fall down almost dead, just like Erickson. Uh, they struggled kind of during the game to f- kind of get involved and solidify themselves moving forward through the pitch. Um, honestly, as I know it's two low teams, and we know that they're both not obviously going to be. I think they're both going down still. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to be here when the time comes. But. Showing that both teams are willing to play hard, and it was a good... Honestly, I didn't think it was a terrible game. Uh, my boy uh, Doughty got some points here. He got an assist on that last goal. Yep, so game. Doughty got your uh, Team of the Week hit. I had Ross Barkley. I also have Doughty on my fantasy team, too, and yeah, didn't help, apparently. Not enough. I think I lost, too, this week to... Um, I can't remember who I was playing. I lost to James because uh, Gabriel got a goal and an assist and a clean sheet. Oh, I think I lost to Josh. Darwin yes. Nunez. Nunez, yeah. Yeah, that's what it killed me. Um, anyways, doesn't matter. We can move along here. Next game was Chelsea Fulham. I had 2-1. I also had 2-1 for Chelsea. Game ends 1-0. It sucked. I watched I watched the game. I don't know if you watched it. Um, I watched some of it. It was terrible. Most of it, at least. <laughs> I mean, both teams barely hit the net. Um, obviously end of the first half like very very late there's you a guys got the pen right that was a the winning goal yeah yeah and i mean the penalty was deserved don't get me wrong it was definitely like a definite penalty and cole palmer does what he does and puts it home and we win the game and whatever but chill's back that's he is the biggest watch it you watch the game against middlesbrough today Last the, we played Middlesbrough what three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. No Reese James, no Chillwell, 
No Nick Jackson. We played Broja. Terrible. We look terrible. And now you watch this week. Chilwell is a debatably our top three player for us. I wouldn't say that yet. When you watch him play, he's all over the field. Where did he play today? He played with left back. Left back? Okay. They moved Chilwell been... to the center back position for the first time since he's been in a Chelsea he, jersey. He's been playing left wing half the time yeah. when he's fit, which is weird to me. I don't think he thrives in no, left I know. wing. No, I, I don't think he does either. But the thing with Chilwell is, sure, he's attacking fullback. And we have the saucy. You know, he's a, he's a glorified center back at right back. So when you attack, you shift to the three at the back. You have Levi at the far left and then the sauce at the right. I think he adds a lot to us rather than having, I like Gusto. Don't get me wrong. Gusto I think Gusto, is good. I think he's good. I think Chilwell. Gusto's injured too, though. I think this is just their makeshift formation. Uh, is he injured? I think he's injured. Yeah. Either way. I, I think Chil- like we saw Chilwell like last year be a, a beast. And the year before that, Reese James and Chilwell were our two best players. And it wasn't even close. I think James had Chilwell, and the guy was getting a goal and an assist every other game. So, um, I think he's our captain, you know. He's back. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I can see us moving forward pretty good with him. I'm surprised he's your captain, to be honest. He's a vice captain. I know. I'm surprised they didn't give it to Thiago Silva. Because um, he, the thing me, is, seems like a good captain. So, what Pochettino says is... He's a captain, but he doesn't want the armband. That's that's. He didn't it. want the armband. He didn't want it. That's fair. If he Chico didn't Silva want the armband, was offered captaincy, vice captaincy to Reese, and Tiago said, "I'm 39 years old. I could be a leader without having the armband." That's pretty much what he said in a press conference, which is cool. I love Tiago Silva for that. I have tons of respect for that. Um, hopefully, now we get center backs playing center back and we have fullbacks playing fullback um obviously ian matson left on loan to dortmund his first game he got an assist um talk about the other side fulham i mean there's not much to talk about there they didn't have a whole lot going in i mean william had a couple good chances uh i think Jimenez missed a really a really good chance against us um do i think we should have won the game eh could have been zero zero. It wasn't a convincing win. It wasn't a convincing win, by the way. I, but I mean, we defended well. Fulham also defended well. Um, nothing, a whole lot to talk about there. Uh, next game we got City and Newcastle. I had four one City. I had three one City. Game ends three two. Yeah, Newcastle put some pressure on them for uh, most of this game. Like, it looked pretty good for them. I mean, City still dominated the ball for most of the game. Uh, Newcastle took their chances as well, which kind of benefited them until substitutions came along. I think the biggest thing that we could talk about in this game is Ederson's injured in the eighth minute. That's a huge loss. But the one stepping up to replace him is still a very good keeper. Um, Ortega's a good keeper. But is he? That's the question. I think Ortega's a good keeper. Ortega made... How many saves did this young man make? I don't know if I can look it up. He faced, was it eight shots? No. Five shots on target, three saves. Is that good? I'd say it was average. Um, Bernal Silva scored a pretty nice goal early with Walker. And then Isaac and Anthony Gordon 
talk about a one-two punch, two minutes between Gordon, the two. Gordon's was a nice goal. It was a nice goal. Um, it was looking all Newcastle, truthfully. I mean, City dominated like the they had the, the ball, but they didn't majority look, of chances. They didn't look convincing in the final third. They were missing that a, a killer. Well, they instinct. didn't have they didn't no have Holland or De Bruyne on the field at the time. And then the De Bruyne subs in in the 69th minute, and the guy scores in the 74th, and then assists Oscar Bob in the in the 92nd. Excuse me. Yeah, he is. He is, he's the best player in the Premier League, other than Salah. Uh, it's debatable. I th- I potentially put De Bruyne up, but. Maybe get a few games under his belt, and then he's back on the. He'll throne. be back. I mean, he's the best. He's the best midfielder in the Prem. His past, not even close. His he pack, might be the best midfielder in the world. Uh, yeah. You know best what I mean? Midfielder, like, yeah. This kid, is, the kid. <laughs> I'd say kid, he's but... top three players in the world right now. He is the biggest game ch- in my. And there's there's three tier. Okay, there's a tier, and it's Messi, Ronaldo, and De Bruyne. That's a tier. And then there's unbelievable players still that are underneath those three. De Bruyne, when he's on the field, is a tier above everybody else. Just like when Messi's on the field back in the day, just like Ronaldo when he was on the field back in the day, they are on a tier on their own. Yeah, and he is the best player on their oh, team on the he's pitch. The best, he's the best player in the Premier Almost League other game. than maybe Mo Salah. That's what I'm saying. I would, I would, that's my debate, is you could put Mo Salah and De Bruyne, Bruyne kind of neck and neck. Um, but we are watching City struggle but still score goals. Yeah, they're they're getting players back too, which is scary. That's the thing. And the thing, though, that is big is with the injuries that have happened, Liverpool's capitalized and has gained themselves a little bit of breathing room. We've also had lots of injuries recently as well. Of course. But, I mean, you're on the top of the table here with five points ahead. Five that's po- pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty good considering our injuries too. So, I mean, five points ahead of City, five points ahead of Arsenal, five points ahead of Aston Villa. Now, Villa's in fourth. I don't think they're going to stay there. Villa, I think they could – I don't think they're getting any higher than fourth. That's for sure. I think they could drop to potentially sixth if they really If you look at 11th to sixth, it's only six points. Yeah, but I think Villa will win a lot more games. I think they'll stay in contention for that spot. Do you think Tottenham passes them? Yes. So you think that fifth place is an option? I think Villa goes to fifth by the end of the season. What about Tottenham? You think they stay fourth? I think Tottenham probably gets fourth in the end. Do you think they could pass Arsenal? No. I don't think they'll pass Arsenal. But you think Arsenal is solidified third now? There's no chance that they catch City. They've well, tied in points. They're but... still in the race. Yeah, but For sure. To me, they lack a striker. They, okay, they lack finishing. I mean, we. It's tough to say that now after watching what they just did, but yeah, they just. I mean, unleashed. you beat up on one team. To me, it doesn't it doesn't justify it? I think the top the top three right now are still all in the race. That's fair. For, like, well, I mean, you could say Aston anyone's... Villa because he's the same amount of points as City. I just don't see Aston Villa winning the title, it, which is fair. And I agree with you. I don't see them holding the title, but I mean, top four is not out of the realm of possibility. They also still have Conference League. Yeah. So, I mean, they are still I could see Villa getting fourth potentially and edging Tottenham out, maybe, but... Tottenham doesn't have any international stuff. I just doubt it. Or, uh, sorry, and Euro- European stuff. Tottenham's also making signings that are benefiting their team well. Of course. Uh, do you want to hit on anything else, Newcastle City, or you're okay with where we've kind of left it? I'm okay with that. Um, then we can go to Everton Villa. What'd you have for me, I, I had 3-2 Villa. 
And I had 3 nothing Villa. And the game ended 0-0. Yeah, that was And ass. that was a fucking terrible game. I don't know what happened there. Did you watch the game? I, wa- I think I watched half. I think I watched the first half. So, I watched, I think, to about the 70th minute. Because I remember Tielemans coming on. Um, it was just lackluster. Like, I don't know if Leon Bailey and Diaby are the same player or not. They play. They play on the. They were playing on the same side. They every time they both play, they tend to play on the same side, which is weird. And me. it's just like they're the same guy. They're the same. They add. They don't. No one adds any sort of depth. Who? Okay. If you're gonna play Diaby and 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 Watkins, or sorry, Diaby and Bailey, you got to play a four three three. Who's the other side? Or McGinn they, was. They play two strikers. Right? They played two strikers yeah. with Diaby and Watkins. I think Leon Bailey should be playing left wing. And they, I think Diaby should be playing right wing, and you have Ollie through the middle because your three midfielders and McGinn, uh, Douglas Luiz, and Kamara are just fine. You could even say Dendonker could go in the midfield. You toss Danilo in. You toss Tielemans in. It doesn't matter to me. Any one of the th- any one of those uh, three, four midfielders that can play with Douglas Luiz and John McGinn are good enough for me. But when you play Bailey behind Diaby, they're both making the same run. It was so congested on the right side of the field. They're both pace heavy. Yeah, and they both are looking to beat a player when they have the ball. You need that on That's both fair. sides to whip the ball in to to your target man in Ollie Watkins, and they kill they kill Everton here. To me, it would have not been close. And I think that's why Bailey was thriving. It was because when he came on, he was that guy. Because he was usually taking Diaby, Diaby off. off. Or when Diaby was injured, Bailey was yeah. the guy. So it was was just him on that side to create. And he he didn't, like, he was supplying Ollie Watkins with either a run or, or passing to option. him. You know what I mean? It was always an option or I'm this is coming off my foot to the next guy. So I do think they should be on either side with Ollie in the middle. Because Ollie can play the ball. Oh, Ollie is... To me, he's Harry Kane esque. Yeah, he's got some qualities of Harry. Like he's good on the ball and he's good in the air. He's good at finishing. He's just he's uh, he's not like Harry Kane, no, of no, course. No, but no, like no, he's no, no, no. he's a don't. similar type of player. Yeah. The way he plays. Don't don't hear what I'm not saying. But like, I think that he is like Harry Kane. He's obviously not Harry Kane, mm-hmm. but with just the way he's able to pass the ball, dribble the ball, good with both feet, good with like good in the air. Like, having just Diaby play off you, and then you have John McGinn on your left side, it doesn't make sense. You're adding some, you're adding overloaded pace on the right side, and Ollie Watkins, who's a central striker, who now has to float left with a, a, a ball-moving midfielder in Douglas Louise and a ball-moving midfielder in John McGinn. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, now, is this good for fantasy? Which is really the realm of what this whole podcast is about. Sure, it's great for it's great for fantasy when you look at Douglas Luiz because yeah. he's obviously gonna be up the field more. But he if you're returns. if you're looking at it in this aspect of is this just good for them moving forward? Terrible moving forward because it doesn't it, you have no balance. It's inconsistent. Yeah. Um, on the Everton side though, you got to give props. They were good in the in the middle like the middle of the field. They they made it difficult for them to create chances. I thought. Uh, Coleman and Mikalenko both played really well. I really like that uh, Branthwaite guy. Branthwaite, the, the center back? He is good. He is good. He's young still, too. And I think he's going to get pulled away, sadly, from Everton next transfer window. It, in like the January or in or uh, January. summer. 
Yeah. Um, there's a lot of players that I think are going to get taken away. I saw Dan Juma is now list linked to be moving already. Yeah, they haven't really used him. He's, a, he's or weird. Play to him like everywhere he went to Tottenham. He didn't play every game. He wasn't really that great. He was great on Villarreal, but it's a different game in the Prem. Um, and we saw no uh, Dwight McNeil, and obviously Dwight McNeil and Dan Juma are, are very different players. Yeah. Like they have someone like Calvert-Lewin. He's a service guy. He's a target man. When you have Dan Juma, he wants to attack. He wants to press the ball. He wants to ball his feet. You also have Jack Harrison. They're the same guy to me. And I think it's, Jack Harrison's yeah. just a little bit better. So, uh, but when you look at their like their three midfield core in Decore, Garner, and Onana, we've already seen Onana's being touted by United, um, Arsenal, um, James Gardner came from United. He's looking at a buyback clause, right? Like, and Decore's twenty, late twenties, early thirties. Like, he might get the attraction from the Saudi league or something like that. It, it, it's a situation where I think Everton's good, but they can't keep this team rolling out the next couple of years. They need to make some changes. They they need to make big buys, and I mean their defense is good. Ben Godfrey is good. I don't know if they can make big buys right now with all the. Of course not. And I mean, it's FFP. disappointing. But you got to be looking at players in the championship that are attacking and constantly showing quality and bring them up. That's what you have to do. Yeah. And am I a big Everton fan? Gosh, no. Not I, by I any means. I don't want them down. But I think that they're a good enough team that they should be pressing and they should be contend for top seven. That's that's pushing it for they, me. Top seven. They need to be in European. I mean, based on their history, yeah. Exactly. And just watching them play now, it's it's a little shaky. Uh, next game, Tottenham and Manchester United. I had two one uh, United, and I had two nothing Tottenham. Game ends two two. Mine was looking good because it was two one for a while. It was two one, and then Tottenham came back. Uh, did they come? Back? They scored right in the beginning of the first half, or right in the beginning of the second half. I mean, it was quick. It was like the fourth. In the second minute. half, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Hoyland, I mean, goal and assist for the young guy. Uh, I've been talking a lot of shit about him. I still think he's terrible, just because you get a goal. I don't and think he's terrible. Game. He's not great. I mean, he's eighty-six million and he has what two goals and one assist. He, that's terrible. He's um, just hitting his stride now. He's doing better than Anthony. Anthony's terrible. <laughs> that means nothing. Uh, I think the biggest thing is getting Rashford a goal. I think Rashford's form has progressed exponentially the last couple games. Uh, I don't know what the... He's returning some form, at least. Manio and Erickson are the best two CDMs that they have. I mean, once you get Casemiro back, do you play Manio? No. Casemiro slots in. I think Casemiro leaves in very soon time. Does he? Maybe not January, but he's leaving next season or next uh, summer. Oh, they are already to like linking him away. Yeah, he's had he's had links, not like solid ones yet, but mm-hmm. I could see him leaving. I just realized my bet's never gonna hit now because Madueke subbed in for Mudrick. There you go, son of a gun. Uh, on the Tottenham side, though, Bentaker, I mean, scores early. Uh, Richarlison obviously does what he has to do. Scores a nice header. Uh, I had poor all my team. He did what he had to do. He got me my points. Nothing complaining for me. Also, uh, Cole Palmer got the penalty goal, another one on my team. So, <laughs> I had two hits there. Um, Tottenham moving forward. Madison should be back 
I think he's missing, what, one more week? Uh, I don't Two know. Two more weeks, maybe? They probably won't want to rush him back. Um, when he's back, Tottenham's going to be back to full force. Uh, did Vanderbeek get injured again? That was my thing that I was wondering. Vanderbeek? Not Vanderbeek, sorry. Vanderbeek? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought he picked up a knock in the game, but I, I can't remember. He might have got a knock, but he should be fine. Um, so, anyways, I mean, two good teams. United obviously has not been great. Tottenham has been playing pretty well. Um, I think the draw suits United. I mean, Tottenham dropping points to United, probably not the greatest thing. But, uh, again, we saw United at their best. That was really them at their best. And I don't think that much more is going to happen moving forward from here. I think that they might stay where they are. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next game, we got Arsenal and Crystal Palace. I had 2 nothing Arsenal. I had 3-1 Arsenal. Game ends 5 nothing. Yeah, they didn't stop. This was a slaughtering. Crystal Palace looked horrible. Martinelli got two. Uh, Gabriel gets his goal. Trossard scores. And then, obviously, Henderson on goal. Um, Henderson had a bad game. Yeah. He did not look good. He didn't look good. No confidence. Also, Um, it it didn't help that the rest of the team didn't look good either. uh, Just Arsenal looked great. There was no point where Crystal Palace looked threatening. Arsenal, it was, this was the most complete game I've ever seen them play. It was Arsenal all the way. Um, I mean, we don't really need to hit too much. I mean, Just goals. Arsenal was, was unbelievable. Goals. They That's the best game they've ever played. Um, I'd like to see them continue this like, sustained success over a couple weeks. Um, should be interesting watching them move forward. Uh, Crystal Palace, on the other hand. Maybe a sacking coming. I, yeah, I think Roy Hodgson's probably done. He either needs to get like get fired, or he's an older guy. He needs to just step down. He stepped down twice already for them, and, and come then back. Let, just let a young manager to come in and try and. I mean, Vera wasn't terrible, but he almost got them relegated. Roy Hodgson comes in, obviously saves the day and keeps him up. I think it's gonna be another one of those. Someone's he's gonna be fired and save Crystal Palace from. They're not gonna be relegated, but they're gonna be low. I think. Yes. Uh, next game. Brentford Nottingham. I had three one Brentford. I had two nothing Brentford. And it ended three two. Um Oliveira scores real early to just break the homecoming of uh, Tony. Uh it was an okay goal. Just it was quick, kinda like a sucker punch to Brentford. They yeah. I feel like they kinda weren't in the game yet. Obviously Tony scores the free kick. It was a pretty nice goal. It was a well slotted free kick. It was a low it was just well taken. Yeah, well placed. For someone that hasn't played in six months, you yeah, would not assume that. He's been kicking free kicks in his backyard the whole time. Uh, I thought that was a really, <laughs> honestly, really well taken free kick. Uh, ben Mee, obviously, in the air. Tough to beat him. Yeah. He, he is... Uh, I love him. He's uh, he's a reliable center back. Uh, Chris Wood, again. He's made the most of his opportunities since uh, anyone he's been injured. And hudson Adoy has been playing very well also. Neil Mope scores the game winner. Nice goal, too. It was a pretty nice goal. we got to give Flowers for Flowers or do. I mean, Neil Mope's not going to be... I don't rate him, but it was a nice goal. He's not going to be doing jack shit over the next few months. I mean, if he scores three goals total in the season, that'd be a win for them. Uh, other than that, I mean, Tony moving forward needs to be picked up on rostered. I dropped him at the beginning of the season because I drafted him. Kevin has him now. Makes picked, me unhappy. Picked him up. 
just in time. Makes me sad. For the Tony show. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But, fuck my life. Next <laughs> game. Sheffield West Ham. I had 3 nothing West Ham. I had 2 nothing West Ham. Game ends 2-2. That's a disappointing result. Weird game. Just weird. Max Cornett starts for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I mean, West Ham is missing some key players. Kudis is big. Kudis is big. They don't. They didn't have Paqueta, and he's out for a while. I think he's yeah. out for most of the season remaining. So that's that's a big hurt. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, but you gotta you gotta get the job done against Sheffield. And they they just picked up uh, Calvin Phillips. Yeah. So he'll. Oh, did they really? That's nice. That's a good pickup for half season loan. So I. With potential to buy, I believe. They should buy him. I mean, realistically, Sochek's getting older. Ward Prowse is not the youngest. He's not like the... He's not a spring chicken. Yeah. He, like... I, he, they might buy him. He's not horrible. He, he def- sits He sits for half a year behind Sochek. And... He could definitely thrive in that West Ham team oh. and actually get a lot more minutes than he was on City. They would be a ball-dominant team with him, I think. I, I think that Calvin Phillips is good. I think he's a little overrated. Uh, when he was on Leeds, even, he was a little overrated. I thought he was a good player, but I didn't think he was City. He made the World Cup team. Yeah, he shouldn't. I, it was weird to see him in there. Cause I, He's been on the World Cup team for three, three uh, Southgate, things now. Southgate likes him. Southgate I, sucks. I don't, I don't know Southgate why. Southgate has the worst. He's the worst manager in all of international. <laughs> like, he's terrible. It makes no effing sense what he does. Um, Diaz scores for uh, Sheffield. Obviously, Ward-Prowse scores. The penalty in the 79th minute. It was well taken. Uh, Brewster's, <laughs> Brewster subs in and gets a red. Yeah, poor performance. Uh, Kufel gets a red card in a matter of four minutes. And McBurney, in the 14th minute of extra time, scores a penalty. And the game ties. Yeah. Um, disappointing. This I would say disappointing. I mean, West Ham fans are not obviously not happy. A lot of stuff going on in that game. Uh, lots of... People that are going to be missing games. Obviously, Brewster's not the biggest deal. Who cares? Yeah, no one's got him in fantasy. Don't worry. Uh, but Kufel, yeah. that's a tough loss because now who do you slot in at right back at there? Maybe Ben Johnson. Um, I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't know who they're going to play right back. Because they, they're they light. They're light at defense already. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. Cresswell. Maybe Max Cornette. Actually, yeah, Cresswell could come in. You know what I mean? And then you shift over whoever the left back is back over to right and move Cresswell back into left back. Eh. I mean, there's... It's there's Emerson. It's Emerson's it's Emerson. the I mean, left back. Emerson, so. you could shift him. Uh, but yeah, just weird game, like I said. Disappointing, I think, for West Ham fans. And obviously, great point for Sheffield if they're trying to keep going. Uh, next game, we got Liverpool, Bournemouth. No, I had a 2-1. I had a 3-1. I underestimated Liverpool this game. I thought Bournemouth had more to offer. Nah, I knew it. I knew Liverpool was going to be dominant. I mean, didn't they just draw a game? Liverpool Bour- last week? Did they draw prior to this Bournemouth game? Uh, I don't think I so. I think they did. I think we won. Who'd you guys play? Do you remember? No. It was a little while ago. Yeah. Get me wrong. So many weeks ago. Between um, this one week. It was an FA Cup League game against... Oh, okay. Fulham, you guys won two one. The last game you played was on the first, which was Newcastle. You won four two. I just feel like you guys are in form, and I mean we are, and we have all of our attackers in form. B- Jota being on fire is Kanate back from injury. Kanate, uh, yeah. Having I think Kanate and Van Dyke playing for like the first time in a little while together. 
will be nice and now you can continue letting them grow together and they're you know? a, they're a partnership to reckon with because oh, they are unreal sure. i think they they complement one another with one, their strengths they're both big yeah one's a fast big one and one's just a beast in the air yeah i think it's just complimentary the way that they play uh trent obviously not playing this game yeah connor bradley with a great performance connor bradley is unbelievable player of the game he is i think gonna be your left back of the future right back no he's our right back he won't play right back he, he's gonna be playing with trent he, next season he, next season yeah uh, he's gonna be I don't think he deserves a spot over Joe Gomez even right now. Because uh, Joe Gomez has been... Joe Gomez has been your team for, what, a decade? Yeah, this year he has not... <laughs> Ten years, he maybe? He has not stepped out of... Like, he has not made a mistake this year that... Sure, but he's not a starter. He is right now. He's deserved no. it. And no. he's playing well. And one of the if best... If Andy Robertson was back tomorrow, he slots in over Joe Gomez. I don't know. There's a big debate seeing on if he has to fight for his spot back now I, I Joe Gomez so. is in there. I, I don't think so. Because... Andy's so good. Yeah, so is Joe Gomez right now. Yeah, but he's, he's not that good. He's not good enough that you can be like, you know what? He's taking it. He's playing it like that. We are we, we did not hurt missing no. Robertson because, or we didn't hurt missing everyone. Yeah, but Joe Gomez isn't doing what he does. Joe Gomez, Trent goes out, he steps in. Yeah, but he, Robertson he goes add, out, he steps he in. Simicast steps out, he goes in, he's not and the same he players. always provides. You know the what best I mean. He can he's, do. He's, and he's a good defender. Real. He's not. He doesn't add what Klopp wants. I think he's doing fine. He can't. He can't. He I think doesn't, Klopp loves him. He doesn't have any build-up play with you. He's got some build-up. Bradley play. will. We've seen it. Bradley, yeah. Bradley he, has. Uh, he adds offensive presence as well as a good defender. He does. Joe Gomez is not an offensive man. Not even a little bit. He's not that offensive. He's not great on the ball. He does go up there. He's not great on the ball. He made some He's decent the, runs yeah, and passes. Small passes, yeah, sure. But he won't, he can't pick a pass. He's not like Trent, obviously. Connor Bradley could. Robertson Connor... can. I'd even say Timicast can. Yeah, when they're whipping the ball in. You know what I mean? That's something that Joe Gomez doesn't have in his arsenal. Not quite the same, but... I think Joe Gomez is a very good defender. When you, when you t- bring it back, having Joe Gomez is huge. It's like a third center back. That's what I'm saying. He's like yeah. a DeSauce to me. Yeah, so like... He benefits he's our team reliable. a lot. He's a reliable, sure. But he's not a starter. I think he could be. Sure, here and there. You're not playing him 38 straight games. You want, you'd rather have someone that can add a, an offensive flair. Yeah, as but well when you have someone like Trent your team and he's the one moving up, I'd rather give Trent more freedom to move up and bring Gomez back because having Trent up the field is so I know, crucial to our team. When you think of someone like Connor Bradley, he's so young. He is. I want my players he's like that gonna, to develop. He's just going to develop slowly. Like Sure. We have had a lot of young players on our team develop this year, like Curtis Jones and uh, Harvey Elliott. Elliot. Yeah, I mean, they needed to, right? Uh, I guess we jump into the game. Jota had a really good game, two goals and an assist. Uh, Darwin Nunes, two goals. I think he had an assist as well, correct? Nunes? Yeah, did he assist one of I Jota's? Think he just... Maybe. Can't remember. I know he got two goals. No, he didn't. Gakpo got an assist, Connor Bradley got an assist, Jota assist, and Joe Go- oh, Gomez got an assist. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, but that, that one was off the corner. That was off the corner. You just said couldn't It was off a, a corner. It was not a pass. It was a header. It was a corner that Gomez headed towards net and bottled, and Nunes right. headed it back in. Dime. It's not a dime. It was pretty lucky. But either way, 
I would say Liverpool moving forward, you do not want to... Listen, Mo Salah's gone for a month. Yeah. Maybe more. I think it'll be about a month. They said that it was only going to be one game he's going to miss, and then they came out again yesterday well, saying it's going to be one month now. So, I mean, the one one match in a month, very different. Uh, he's come back from the AFCON. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Egypt legend come out and say that uh, Salah uh, pretty much called him like a pansy? I mean, I'd go back to... Like, if, if he wants to start on his, his uh, rehab... Like early. I mean, you could rehab in Egypt. Yeah, but it's, he doesn't have his rehab team with him. Yeah, I mean, it's just different team. Still a rehab team. It's different tactics. It's not the same. Sure, sure, sure. No, he's I not going to be with the, that rehab he's team. He's not home. Time. He's not at home. Yeah, so he said. And like, I get it. He already said he would go. He's going to go back if they make it to the final. To yeah, but like, be there. I mean, the if game. your team makes it to the final without you, it's like, come on. You're going to sloop in and take all the glory now? He's not taking any glory. He's just going back. I don't even know the, if Egypt's going to go to far. To watch the game. Watching Egypt play, they're not the greatest. No. So, I mean, and then he's kind of in garbage anyways, so. It'll be uh, Senegal or Nigeria that win this one. I don't know. Watching watching uh, Senegal play, they look just meh. Nigeria. They look good. That Their defense is terrible. But, yeah. Oleana's good. They have some good players in there. But, I mean, like, obviously, Iwobi's there. Um, Osiman's there. Uh, Lookman's there. They got lots of, t- like, quality strikers for sure. Um, but the farther you go, the longer you're with those players. So that's just something to remember. Want to get to the last game? Yep. Wolves-Brighton. I had 2-1 Brighton. I had 3-1 Wolves. This was the worst game I've ever watched. This game was I'm not rough. even joking. Did you I, watch the game? I watched. I I think I turned it off at the 70th minute. I it was terrible. I had to do something. But I didn't I didn't like this game. Pedro Neto gets the ball runs. Never looked up. Like, Neto had a good chance near the end of the game. I don't know if you saw it. Um, he's, like, darting down the right side. Goalie steel baits him because he's telegraphing the cross from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it baits him out. The whole net's wide open. Instead of Neto just passing it in the net, he still tries to cross. And it's just like, uh, that's obviously from lack of playing, right? Because he hasn't been in the team for a little while. Yeah. So you can't harp on him too much for that. But even like, Milner and Estupino on the same side makes no sense. Because setting setting records here yeah and I, I don't hate Milner for that I just hate that it, it limited Estupinion being able to make runs he still made lots of runs if anything that that lets him make more runs but it was Milner's because, not like, going to be the one doing it they were like two feet from each other all game long it felt like I don't just because Estupinion loves to run up the field yeah it he'll was... non-stop do that Burn. I think Brighton should have won they should have I think that Wolves are missing a lot of guys right now, and it's showing. Well, I mean, Lamina. Lamina played, I think. I think he played, um, which is weird considering I thought that he'd be gone because he's on Gabon, but uh, he didn't go. He's playing. Uh, Neto played striker, but I think Huang is a big thing. Yeah, Huang they're missing. He's a clinical finisher, and obviously you got Cunha. He's, now Neto's back. Nettle's not a striker. No, he he's an all winger. He needs to play off a striker. He needs someone to assist. Yeah, so uh, to me, 
Was it a good game? No. It was okay. 0 0, 2 0 0 this week. Pretty gross to me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that last game. Do you have uh, the team of the week this week? No, I don't. By I, chance? I don't have that one. I forgot about that, but. You want to run it quick? Yeah, we can. Well, goalie. I know Gabriel's in there for sure. That guy destroyed me. Gabriel? Oh, for sure he got in there. Game week 21, right? Gabriel for a defender. Joe Gomez for a defender. And Connor Bradley. That'd be the three. Uh, Midfield-wise, you got to have Gabriel Martinelli. Kevin De Bruyne, Trossard, and uh, with your pick of Anthony Gordon and or Palmer. And then striker, you gotta have Jota, you gotta have Darwin Nunes, and you gotta have Hoyland. Goal and assist for Hoyland, obviously. Two goals for Nunes, and two goals and an assist for Jota, so I mean, call that a day. Yeah, Jota's a force to be reckoned with now. And then goalie... Based off what I'm reading here, it's Pickford, David Raya, Jose Saw, and Pekovic, and Steele. <laughs> all four of them. One, two, three, four, five of them, sorry. They all had seven points. So, I mean, with all the clean sheets that happened and the zero zeros and whatever else, I mean, obviously there's going to be games where players get a minimum of three saves in the clean sheet, so it makes sense. Um, I think that pretty well wraps up Game Week 21. Yep. Now we can move on to game week 22, which you can listen to on Thursday. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, we always love to hear from you guys on Twitter. You know, uh, Kev's gotten quite the following. We've obviously heard quite a bit from you guys lately. Um, so, yeah, just keep reaching out. Keep liking us. Keep sharing us. And uh, we'll be sure to tune in with you guys later in the week. So, take it easy and listen out for game week 22, guys.